0: I want to say just one word to you. Just one word. Yes, sir. Are you listening? Yes, I am. Oikonomia. Exactly how do you mean? There's a great future in Oikonomia. Will you think about it? Yes, I will. Shh, enough said. That's a deal. It's getting late. I have to go. So, to understand the way of the Lord, maybe we need a fresh set of terms, a new language. A new language, which is really an old language. Oikonomia, house management, stewardship. See economy. Economy, from the Greek oikonomia. The management of a household, and an arrangement, or mode of operation. Okay, okay. So there's God's plan, our part in God's plan, God's house, our house management, God's purpose for the whole kit and caboodle, and Our work in the nitty-gritty. Okay, okay. So let's call God's big purpose, the plan for his whole household of creation, let's call that oikonomia. And all the specific areas and modes of operation, the ones that he's designed us to work in, you know, like our families, our jobs, our governments and charities, schools, institutions, let's call those our economies, our house management. This is getting too abstract. I need to think of a way to harmonize these ideas. Harmonize. Music. This, this is a ukulele. You can't play this like you play a a xylophone. A xylophone has its own way of making sound its own unique patterns and techniques, its own mode of operation. Let's call it its own economy. You can't play it like a ukulele. You have to play it like a xylophone. And how a xylophone works might be different than, say, how, like, a, I don't know, a banjo works. Because a banjo has its own economy. Or like a trombone, or like an upright bass. And all of these instruments, they have their own rules, their own economies, and they can make beautiful music by themselves. But what if they're meant to be played together? What if they're meant for something bigger? Something like a song. This is God's plan for all of creation. This is how we see God's activity in the world, and this is what we'll call oikonomia. Wait a second, what is the actual song anyway? In the beginning, a triune god was tripping and flipping and dancing and spilling all over himself. And he said, let there be light. Gift. Darkness. Gift. Earth. Sky. Animals. It was all pure gift. But in all that goodness, there was nothing in the material world that could reciprocate. There was nothing that could respond to God. And then, enter a gift better than anything else. Crafted in God's own image. With his own breath crowned with glory and honor, enter us. And in that same abundance, he blessed us and he said, go explore my world, unwrap the gift of my creation, bless the world with your own gifts. But then there was that tree. And a funny thing about that tree, it wasn't a gift. And wouldn't you know, we took it anyway and there was death and confusion, and it's like we forgot what life was all about. Being gift givers. And in taking what God didn't offer, we severed our relationship with him. And all creation suffered. Then there came that day when God gave us another gift. God himself becomes a man, and the gift he offers to the Father is himself. And all of creation is in tow behind him. Once and for all, he restores the way of our purpose. He restores our priesthood. We can once again offer to God our lives, our work, our knowledge, everything. We join our gifts with Christ to offer the world to the Father in love. And for the life of the world. And that is the purpose of our salvation. That's what it's for. For the life of the world. Hello? Hey, Evan, this is Dwight. Oh, hey, Dwight, you're right on time. Hey, listen, the story behind these Chinese lanterns, it's really beautiful. I made something for you. Take this and enjoy. Thanks, Dwight. Something to think about. What does it take to transform a city? huh. Think about that, uh-huh. okay? Okay. Okay, hey, get a run, bye-bye. We'll see you. Transform a city. A single sky lantern, rice paper, a bamboo frame, a bit of wax, a wick, all built from stuff of the earth, but made for fire, made for the heavens, made in order to be let go. Who are we to be in exile, I mean, how are we to be in exile? Are we to hide, to fight, to blend in? Or can we, even in the everyday things, learn to see our work as a gift to heaven by working for the life of the world, for the good of this city of exile into which we've been sent? For all our work in this world is made of stuff of the earth, our families, our labor, our governments and charities and schools and art forms. All of it takes place here below, but all of it is pointed toward heaven. All of it is, in a sense, holy. Imagine if all of us offered our work for the good of the cities around us. How might we be able to change those cities? What would it look like if we only understood that our humble work is a heavenward offering? What would our city of exile look like then? Hear everybody, the psalmist writes, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. Now listen to the words of Jeremiah, pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. This is our economic responsibility in our families, our work, in our communities, in every broken place. Each of these economies is designed to work as a humble part of God's oikonomia, his economy of all things. All of our work is designed to bring flourishing to the world, to be an act of priesthood, an act of blessing, an offering. Signs of Jonas. This priesthood was our original calling. It has been restored to us through the gracious blood of Jesus. His song in the world is gift. We are called to play this song in all we do, so go, live in your true nature, with the work of your hands, your everyday work, and the words of your mouth, the very breath that you breathe. Bless and sanctify the world. Make it a gift and offer it back to God, for His glory, and for the life of the world. Yours, Evan.